Hello, and welcome back to Jacques Talks. Here we are. I'm still debating on what to title this episode, but essentially, if you're listening right now, you'll, you maybe, maybe don't, I don't really know when you're listening, but I actually, I took a week off from podcasting, and many of you probably know why, but if you don't, well, today we'll settle the score. Um, It's for a good reason. I didn't just kind of forget for a week, but I did take a week off, and you will be shocked probably as to why I did not record an episode last week, but we're here. We're back on schedule a little late on Monday, but that's okay. I, I needed just kind of a relaxing Sunday. I didn't really feel like recording this episode yesterday. So here we are normal Monday routine, I guess, recording after work, uploading Monday night. So if you're listening to this Tuesday, Tuesday morning, thanks for being an early listener. And if not, well, all the difference is nothing. What am I, that was a weird turn of phrase. Is that that was maybe even weirder to say. I don't know. Welcome to Jacques Talks. We're we're not even two minutes in and I'm already stumbling. But this is going to be one of those episodes where I might go longer than an hour just because I have a lot to catch up on today. But yeah, today's kind of just going to be a catch up on everything day. I've been gone for two weeks. Uh, a lot of different stories to tell. A lot of different things I want to want to recap the the pod on. So I guess we can kind of just jump into some of the minuscule things. Or, you know what, let me... I don't want to delay a spoiler. That isn't really a spoiler because I've told pretty much all of my friends. I got into a pretty bad car accident last Saturday night. (laughs) And I'm still waiting to see if my car is technically totaled. My insurance company is being a little slow in sending someone out to evaluate the car. But for pretty much every person who's taken a look at it it's it's totaled i'm pretty convinced it's gonna be totaled regardless if it's regardless if it's i can't speak what is going on i've i take a week off and suddenly i can't talk no but regardless of whether it's actually totaled or not i don't have a car right now and i was really shooken up saturday night so i woke up sunday i had a lot to take care of regarding the car and i also which we'll discuss in a little bit. I flew out to Arizona Monday morning at 5 a.m. So pretty much my Sunday got really compressed and maybe I shouldn't have left last week's episode to the last minute, but I, I've got like a routine. So don't don't come at me. I was supposed to record it on Sunday. I didn't. And then I was in Arizona this week. So anywho, I guess last week or two weeks ago, I gave I gave two episodes anyways, my birthday special. So we're kind of just back on schedule with, like one podcast per week. So don't complain. I don't think anyone's complaining. Everyone probably liked the week off from listening to me ramble, but you're going to get a full dose of the rambling today. As I said, it's just kind of going to be a recap of my week, my weeks, I guess, and stuff that's going on in my life. And if we end up having time, I have some other topics I, I kind of wrote down for that I was supposed to talk about in last week's episode. That will either get to today or push back to next week. We'll see. Like I said, I got a lot to talk to. And so enough of just saying I've got a lot to talk about. Let's just start talking about it. I've got a couple things written down that I are, are quick things, anecdotes almost to the previous episode. So I remember my previous episode, I talked a lot about childhood memories. And one of the things that I noted right at when I was listening to it back in editing was... I was confused whether or not Bottoms Up was written by Trey Songs, or that's who I said it was, but then I took that back because I 
wasn't positive. But I just wanted to flex and say I was right. And I remembered off the top of my head that that's who that song was by. And I'm pretty sure, it's, if I'm not mistaken, that's Loki a one. He's not like a one-hit wonder. I don't think, I think he had a couple other club songs. But I think that's the only one I can think of by him. I didn't really do further investigative research other than that he wrote that song. So shout out me. There's another funny thing that happened to me early last week, pretty soon after that podcast. I got access to the Donda 2 album. And I think in one of my recent episodes, I was talking about listening to Kanye. I can't remember what context, but I just thought it was so funny because so he, if you're not familiar, he made the album. Who, I don't want to say who isn't familiar with this, but I mean, I think it was pretty widespread news. He made his newest album only exclusive on or only available on his his like personal speaker that he sells his stem player which i actually think is a really cool piece of hardware and if it wasn't two hundred dollars i probably would have bought one already and i'm i'm kind of thinking of getting one eventually but i also don't really listen to music from speakers in general so i think it kind of would be a waste of money that's why i haven't bought one but i do think they're really cool kanye aside i guess i don't really know what to think about kanye these days but he made a good speaker so in order to like get access to the songs you either have to have a stem player which having a stem player also makes you make an account or having an account is what i was trying to say so you need the stem player and account or like just an account but someone found out that if you just log in with the email yay at gmail.com you just get access to the website and i don't know if that was some easter egg or if Kanye's just really stupid, or whoever developed the website, but no password was required, it was just the email, and um, yeah, so I got in, and I got to listen to Donda 2, I'm not really, I'm not really so big into music, that if something drops, and I can't listen to it, I'll like go on SoundCloud, and listen to leaks, or I don't listen to leaks in general, or unreleased music, or stuff like that, I just don't really find a need, because to me, if an artist hasn't released something, it's usually for a good reason, because the artist doesn't think it's good or you know they don't have the right samples cleared so it's not what they actually want it to be or something like that and I personally prefer to like I essentially let the artist have that discretion because if I were to just sit down and talk I guess this is like a petty example but if I were to just sit down and ramble about whatever and do no real editing to my podcast and then you know stop recording pretend I had a bigger audience I wouldn't want to just put it out there and let whoever listen to it listen to it if it's really rough I don't, I don't know is that a bad example maybe I guess but I, I just prefer to not listen to leaks and I guess this is a different scenario considering he did release it he just didn't release it to the public but what I'm saying is I'm not one to go out and do that stuff so in this scenario I wasn't really inclined to listen to it because if he's not going to make it available on Spotify then I don't know I don't feel like it warrants my listen, I guess. I don't know. I'm not trying to be all high and mighty. I just, I didn't. But I found access to it, not legit, but through the actual website. So I gave it a listen. I thought some of the songs were okay. I'm not a big Kanye fan, but I'm a like a casual Kanye fan. I like some of his songs, some of his albums. I don't really think any of his albums are bad, except for like Jesus is King. I wasn't really a big fan of and... I don't know, some of them are, like, Life of Pablo is kind of hit or miss for me, and some of his oldest stuff is a little hit or miss for me too, but anyways, this isn't a Kanye review. What I'm trying to say is I liked the songs on Donda and Donda in general better, 
but I think Donda 2 in length was more digestible and better. I felt like I could sit down and listen to the whole thing, just top to bottom, and, you know, just listen to it, whereas the original Donda, I I cannot sit down and just listen to it, because it's like two hours long music, and half of it is kind of, mm, I don't even know how to describe it, but anyway, so that's my I just really thought it was funny that you could get into the website with yay at gmail.com with no password. So I think they like patched it, but then people found other ways around it. You could like add an exclamation point at the end and it would still let you in. So I don't know. Security is not not tight on stemplayer.com. But so yeah, there's that. And then one other little fun thing that I did last week or I guess two weeks ago, I don't, it, it all kind of blurs together in phrasing, I guess, but my favorite baseball sets, which I don't know, baseball card set made by Tops is the Tops Heritage set. It's a new set every year. I don't really know if I've talked about the fact that I collect baseball cards or I'm like into baseball cards that much, but that's something I do. It's kind of like a little hobby I do. I do it really casually. I'm not like a sweat. I don't go and pay thousands for, you know, really expensive autographs or whatever. I just, it's something that every once in a while I'll buy a box and, you know, look through the cards and, you know, open the packs. And it's just something fun, I guess, for me to do now that I, I kind of have money. Because cards are kind of expensive. They're not super expensive, but I spent $100 on two boxes or two boxes each for $100 of the Heritage 2022 that came out. So, I bought those boxes. My friend Connor came over and he helped me open them. Baseball cards opening, in my in my opinion, is more fun when you do it with other people. Even if the people don't really care, like not that Connor didn't care, but he doesn't really watch baseball like I do, I guess. So he didn't really know like any of the players on the cards, but it's kind of cool just like showing people the world of baseball cards, I guess, because it's I don't know, it's just kind of cool. And that's all I really that's all it really is to me, is just something kind of cool. I don't think of it as like a I don't know, intense hobby or anything like that. It's just something fun to do that is relevant to a sport I like, you know. So, And I'm not like a card collector of a bunch of stuff. I don't really collect anything other than baseball cards and just top sets. So I don't know if that's way too much detail for anyone to care. But yeah, so my favorite set came out, and I was really happy I bought two boxes. But I didn't get an autograph card, which was upsetting to say the least because last year's heritage set 2021 i got an autograph in my first box that i bought but i didn't in my second because i bought two last year and so yeah i bought two this year and no autograph sadly but who knows i might buy a third box but it's kind of to be determined uh they're a little expensive right and as i mentioned i uh don't have a car anymore i'm now car hunting so i have a other things I have to worry about spending money on other than baseball cards at the moment. So that might be uh, might be something I think about <laughs> buying later down the road now. But yeah, so those are just some fun little things. I don't know. I think uh, I'm trying to like sit here and give a justification for why I said any of that stuff, those last three points. But to me, I guess it's just like part of capturing what's on my mind and what I've been up to day to day. And when I come back and listen to these podcasts, that's something that I think I would be intrigued to listen to. So if you don't care that I listen to Donda 2 or open baseball cards, I don't really know. I don't know what to tell you. That's that. I'm. Can you tell I'm kind of out of it? I think 
I don't know that I'm not in a state to record a podcast right now, but I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's up. Let me know in the comments if I had comments. Let me know in the comments what you think. All right, those are some fun little starter points. We've weeded out the people who don't actually care about what I have to say, and we're ready to just dive into the car crash story, I think. So let me set the scene. It's a dark and stormy night in Natick, Massachusetts. And by dark and stormy, I mean regular run-of-the-mill Saturday afternoon. I had some of my friends come and visit me at my apartment. Kind of a big deal, right? You know, not many people coming out to Natick, usually me going into Boston. But the mall in Natick is like a nice big mall. I don't know if it's the biggest in Massachusetts, but I'd be willing to bet it is because a lot of people know Natick for the mall. Nothing like the Mall of America, of course. Shout out home state. But it's a nice mall. It, you know, serves its purpose, I guess. And so one of the things it has there is it has like a Dave and Buster's. And it also has this thing called, a, or it's called Level 99. And I don't know if it's unique and it's the only one, but it might be. So like the point of it is you pay to go in and then it's just a bunch of different puzzle rooms you have to solve. And you have a wristband they put on you and so you scan it before you go in the room and if you solve it you get points and there's there's physical puzzles there's puzzles that require just like memory and stuff like that and when i say physical i mean like jumping between ropes and stuff it's kind of an attraction type thing well yeah it's like a themed attraction event i don't really know how to describe it you kind of just have to see pictures of it or something to really understand what's going on but that was me and my plan me and my friend's plan for saturday night was to do that and so funny enough my original plans i'll just kind of go into all of this my original plans for that weekend a couple months ago was to fly to minnesota on friday because as i mentioned i was going to be going to or i did go to arizona this past week and it was going to be a whole week in arizona like weekend to weekend however some of my friends out here the ones i went to level 99 with We were originally planning on renting an Airbnb up north, like upper northeast, or upper New England. That is the northeast. I don't know what I'm saying. Somewhere New Hampshire, Vermont, maybe New York. We were kind of just looking around because we just wanted, um, some of my friends are in grad school, so it was their spring break. It was just kind of like a weekend getaway to not really worry about paying to get into bars and paying for drinks. Just like go up to kind of like a cabin and enjoy the weekend as it's kind of getting a little warmer, just like hang out, screw around, whatever. So that's, that's what my friends decided they wanted to do that weekend. And like I said, I was originally planning on going back home to Minnesota that weekend. And then me and my friends from Minnesota were all going to drive down to Arizona and then drive back up the next weekend. And then I would fly to and from Minnesota to get to Massachusetts. But I decided I wanted to, I guess, do both things. I wanted to do the Airbnb weekend with my friends out here and then also do the Arizona trip with my friends from Minnesota. And so I I, I guess I can also mention too, the trip in Arizona would work because I can work remotely still. We're still on a fully remote optional plan at my work. So my plan wasn't what I did do was, I got to stop saying that, like, talking in future or past and super past tense they're both past 
I don't know what I'm saying. But the plan was for me to work remote there. So I didn't have to take off work. So I just travel weekend and weekend. But then because plans changed, I wanted to do the Airbnb weekend. I changed it so I would fly to Arizona on Monday and just meet my friends out there. And so I took work off for Monday so I could have that as a travel day. And then I got a flight overnight Wednesday to Thursday back to Massachusetts so I could be back in Massachusetts in time for St. Patrick's Day. Because when I was also figuring stuff out, I originally thought maybe what I could do was fly out to Arizona on Monday, stay with them, drive back, and then fly back from Minnesota to Boston. But then I remembered it was St. Patrick's Day was on Thursday, and all my friends were going to be up to a bunch of stuff in Boston that weekend, including, you know, the the parade, which I didn't really know was a thing. So yeah, I switched it so I would have a like a red-eye flight between Wednesday and Thursday. And there's more stuff, but I'll get into that when I'm telling the specific Arizona story. So that's kind of the scene. That That's not even the full scene. What am I even saying? Welcome to Jacques Talks. He's all over the place today. Why did I say he? I. <sighs> Big sigh. Okay, so because of a couple different people's plans changing, we had to cancel our Airbnb weekend. Luckily, we didn't reserve one or anything, so there was no complications with having to cancel that or something like that. But instead of doing that, we decided we still wanted to do something in general that weekend. So that's why we settled on doing level 99. Did something just fall? I just heard a noise. Did you guys hear that? Sorry if you didn't. I have big headphones in and I just listen to my voice. So if something happens in the room around me, I just hear like muffles in the back. Anyways, (sighs) big sigh. Okay, so everyone comes to my apartment. It was like a three hour wait to get into level 999. So I put our names down and then I came back. My friends came here. We played some games in my apartment. We were just hanging out until it was time to go. And so some of my friends, all of us were hungry, but one of my friends in particular was super hungry, hadn't eaten anything all day. So she was like, we need to go get food. And at this point, it's probably 9 p.m., maybe 8.30. I can't remember exactly, but it was around then. And so I go, there's not a lot of options open this late that we could just get food quick. Because at this point, we were only like a 30, 40 minute wait to get into level 99, according to the website, the the website that has like a queue of who's up next and stuff like that. It's pretty cool how they do it. But anyways, so the only thing open that late for whatever reason was... McDonald's. I think Chick-fil-A was open too. And so, oh yeah, Chick-fil-A was open because that's where we went. So, because it was like Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, and maybe like a Taco Bell that were open around us. And so, in the Natick area. And so, we drive to Chick-fil-A. And at this point, we were all still under the impression that it was about a half hour time frame until we were going to be allowed to go into level 99. So, as we pull into Chick-fil-A and I park my car, I take, I like grab my phone because... I was driving, I wasn't looking at my phone. I look at my phone and I have a notification from like six minutes ago that said, hey, your spot is available at level 99. You have 10 minutes to get here in order in order to claim your spot. And we'd been waiting three hours to get in. And I noticed it said six, like six minutes ago. And it said we had 10 minutes and I was Oh no, like I, it was so bad. It was like, everyone, we can't eat at Chick-fil-A anymore. We gots to go. And so 
I put the car into drive, and then I got in this massive car accident. No, that's not actually what happened. Car accidents later. Sorry to sorry if that scared you. That was that was a spooky. I'm keeping you on your toes here. But no, I put the car into hyper hyperdrive. I sped us all. I, I drove under the speed limit. Don't worry, mom. I drove us straight to the mall. I dropped my friends off at the front door because we didn't have time to park, right? Like by the time I had pulled us up to the mall, we maybe had one minute until the, the supposed 10 minutes to claim your spot was up. And Chick-fil-A, where we were going to, it was on the opposite side of the mall that level 99 was. So I just drove us to the closest door. I like put put us in park, put the hazard lights on, and I was like, you guys got to just run through the mall and get there and claim our spots. So my friends all hopped out of the car. They sprinted through the mall. I obviously wasn't there with them because I did have to go park my car. So I went and parked my car. I ran to them. And fortunately, we did not lose our spot. So we got in. We went to level 99. It was a good time. We had like, we paid for like two hour reservation. You pay in two or four hour blocks, I think, but it was already late at that point, And, you know, we weren't going to stay there very long. And we were still kind of debating whether we were going to do something afterwards. And so we got the two hours we did two hours. One of my friends left early because he was going to go hang out with some of our other friends. Like I'm friends with the people he went to hang out with too, but none of the rest of us left. We all stayed. And so the rest of our two hours kind of was running up and we were like, what are we going to do now? Are we going to, you know, go out? Are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? And my friend was like, well, we need food. First of all, we need to get food. And then all of us were kind of just down to also go out. Cause at this point it's probably like 11 o'clock and bars in Boston close at one o'clock or two o'clock, kind of depending on the bar. And so That gave us still about three hours to, you know, go out and just kind of get some drinks, hang out at a bar or whatever for a couple hours and just kind of cap off our Saturday instead of just kind of, you know, ending the night at 11. So we all get in my car. And then at this point, we go to McDonald's. So that's why I remembered McDonald's because at 11, Chick-fil-A was not open anymore, but McDonald's was. So we went to McDonald's, got all the orders in, got our food. We went back to my apartment quick to grab a couple more things that we had left there before leaving for level 99. And then we hit the road and we drove to the Fenway area of Boston. Because Fenway is pretty central or it's kind of on the edge of Boston proper. And a lot of my friends live in the suburbs like Brookline and um, Cambridge and those kind of areas. So when it comes down to someplace we can walk if need be, Fenway is kind of a nice area because there's a lot of bars and I don't know. That's just, Fenway's a kind of a popping area. I have friends who live in Fenway too. So it, it just kind of usually works out to, to go out there if we're just kind of looking for a place to go out instead of a place specifically to go out. So if you're visiting Boston, I would definitely recommend if, if you don't really know where you want to go, just pop on down to the Fenway area and you'll, you'll definitely find something. But anyway, so we park in the Fenway area. I park my car. I know a nice place to park. That's pretty close and is free. We park there. We walk to game on, which is a bar attached to Fenway park. So it's kind of cool. And so we go there. 
we hang out for a while and it's the vibes are honestly not that great that night if I have to be honest it wasn't like bad necessarily but sometimes game on is a little hit or miss in terms of what music the DJ's playing and how many people show up and when they show up so it was I it was it was whatever so our friend who had left us earlier in the night I'll just say his name is Aaron it's not even this story like the names are inconsequential so Aaron texted us saying yo where you guys at did you end up coming out and we were like oh yeah we're in the Fenway area and so he he said oh I'm in the I'm in downtown and I don't remember exactly what bar he was at it was called like the white bear or something like that I don't remember I'm not as familiar with the bars in downtown but he said we should roll through because it was lit and at this point it was I think 1230 or so and so I consulted Google see this was my big mistake here one of the biggest mistakes of the night that would inevitably probably being a result for the crash but I don't want to I don't want to it's that's all like butterfly effect type stuff it it doesn't really matter but I look at Google I say let's see how late this bar is open because like I said some bars close at one some bars close at two and if it's already 1130 or if it's already 1230 ish there's no point in going all the way to downtown just to go to a place that's going to be closed because we had to Uber to downtown because downtown to Fenway is not a reasonable walk. It's about an hour walk depending where you're going. And we were definitely not about to do that. So it was kind of like, let's determine if the Uber would be worth it to go meet up with Aaron. And so the Uber itself was 20, 25 bucks or so, which isn't a bad Uber price. And according to Google, the bar was open until 3 a.m., and I go, there we go. We we got it. We got a place that's open pretty late. The Uber's not too expensive. Let's roll. So we call the Uber. We get dropped off. We walk up to the door. Mind you, at this point, it's about 1, 1 in the morning probably. And they go, hey, guys, we're not letting in anyone anymore. And so we were like, that's weird. Aren't you guys open for another two hours? And then we realized that it said 3 a.m. is when they close because Saturday to Sunday last weekend was daylight savings time. So technically, they're still closing at 3, but it's because from 159 to 2 is when it goes from 159 to 3. And so some bars are kind of, I don't know, picky like that, and they'll stop letting people in. It makes sense, but... I don't know, like, what well, we were going to go in there and buy drinks, like, we were going to make the bar money, we, we weren't even, I don't think any of us were even really drunk at that point, I was still completely fine to drive, as you'll find out by my accident, I did not get in an accident because I was drunk driving, I promise you that, but, yeah, so they said, no, you can't get in, and so, at this point, we're like, what the heck do we do, because we already paid for an Uber to get out there, and at that point, if we wanted to just say, well, we didn't get in, time to go back, we were going to have to Uber back to Fenway to get to my car. So at this point, we're looking for an excuse to stay or, you know, like, well, we're here, we might as well do something type vibe, right? So we start going essentially bar to bar in the downtown area, just trying to find something to just hang out in, grab a drink. And it was cold out too. So we were... Um, the girls didn't really, I don't know if they had jackets with them, 
they might have left them in my car. I can't remember specifically, but it was a colder night and stuff. So we walked over to a place called Bell in Hand. They wouldn't let us in. We tried to go to, I want to say there was another one that we tried to go to and they didn't let us in. But eventually we settled on this place called Sons of Boston, which did let us in. And I'm pretty sure they let us in because they were pretty dead. There wasn't that many people in there, but they let us in. So we went in, we all got like a drink and it was a good vibe. Actually, the lights were like sort of on. So me and my friends were able to take some like Polaroid pictures, just like have a fun night. And the music they were playing was like actually like popping kind of, they were playing like 2000s, like hits type vibes. It was a good time. And yeah, we just had an all around good rest of the night. And so actually, I don't know why. Because now that I think about it, I remember at 2 o'clock, which turned into 3, they they turned the lights on and they said, all right, everyone out or whatever. And I remember still being confused at that point because I remember saying or thinking, wait, it's not 3 yet. Why are they kicking us out an hour early? And then I remembered again that that was the whole situation. It was like, oh my gosh. So, you know, whatever. I guess, you know, the night has got to end when it's got to end. So... It is what it is. We went out on the street, and at that point, Aaron and the people he was with, some of our other friends, they had already gone, actually. That is, it is what it is, but we went to Uber to see how much it was to Uber back to Fenway, and it was $75 to Uber back. And none of us wanted to pay that especially because we were really only there for an hour, an hour and a half max. And so the total Uber trip for the night was going to be $100 split between us, which obviously isn't terrible necessarily, but it's just $100 to go from point A to point B. You know, it kind of sucks. So, you know, I called Aaron. I said, hey, did you guys already leave? Yeah, we did. Like, sorry, bro, whatever. And um, I didn't mean whatever in like a negative way. I'm just saying like, it is what it is. They, you know, they were gone. So we just said all right, you know what, got to take the L, got to order the Uber, you know, got to get back to my car and get back safe, because instead of all of us ordering $70 Ubers back to our places, we were going to Uber to my car, and then I would drive everyone home, which is, I don't want to say a normal thing, but it's, I feel like every, every other, every couple weekends, that, that's kind of what ends up happening, just because, I mean, I like to sleep in my own bed, so if I go out, I have to drive into the city, I don't have a car anymore, but, you know, I have to drive into the city. So when we're out and depending on how the night is going, I'll kind of just stop drinking. So I'm able to drive myself home. And then if I'm able to drive, you know, I'll drive all my friends home. So it kind of just ends up working out like that pretty often. I wouldn't say pretty often, probably at least every other week. That's what ends up happening. Other times I end up crashing on my friend's couch and just, you know, waking up the next morning and driving or other times I'll plan on staying at a friend's house or plan on staying sober. And so I'll park my car at a subway station and then ride the train into the city, ride the train out. I don't know if I've actually discussed that, you know, I have a lot of different options when it comes to that kind of stuff. But this was one of the nights where it was, we parked my car in a place where it was free. So if it ended up being, you know, we got a bunch of drinks and I wasn't able to drive, then I would just stay at a friend's house. But the way the night went that night was, no, I was totally fine to drive. So I'll just drive everyone home and it'll be lit. And so the original plan actually was for my friend Julius, who had his car in Natick because he was the one who drove everyone out 
to level 99 or to my place into level 99 he was going to come back with me and depending on how he felt when we got there either crash at my place or drive himself home so all of us were kind of just in a state of being essentially sober i think maybe the girls were a little tipsy or whatever at that point but i don't i don't the car accident which we're getting close to <laughs> um kind of sobered us all up anyway so if 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 any of my friends weren't at that point i once again was i don't know i have to like establish that i feel like i don't know you know it's i'm telling a story that involves a night of going out and then a car accident there's almost to me some connotation of there must have been some drinking and driving or something, but there there genuinely wasn't. So it just was. Well, anyways, I'm kind of continuously dancing around all the stuff that's happening, but I'm a man of got to tell the whole story, right? It's my uh, it's my forte. I don't know. I'm not my expression game tonight is really weak. I have to apologize for that. But anyway, so I bring my first friend to her apartment. And my friend Camille, she has a cat. And so my other friend Daniel had never, I don't know if he's actually, if it was he was never been in Camille's place before, or maybe he had once and just didn't meet the cat. But he found out she had a cat, or maybe he knew, I don't remember all the specifics, but he wanted to go up and see the cat. And so all of us were like, yeah, let's go up and see the cat. So we parked outside of Camille's. And we went up to her apartment. We played with the cat for 10, 20 minutes. And, you know, at some point, Camille was like, I want to go to bed. Obviously, you know, it's late. At this point, it's with daylight savings, 3.30 in the morning, 3.40, you know, getting close to 4 in the morning. And so I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go back out to my car and I can drive everyone else home. And so the final friend I have not mentioned in the story, Erica, she lives really close to Camille or like three blocks away or so. So it's just going to be a quick little, essentially around the block type drive. I start the car, I start driving, I go around the block and we were just like having casual conversation in the car. My friend Julius was like sitting shotgun. He like was passed out, like trying to sleep on the way back home, right? And we were like chit-chatting about our siblings, I think even, because I don't know why one of our siblings got brought up. And so I was talking about how I kind of look like my brother. I think we were talking about how I was going to visit my sister in Arizona. I don't even know. Whatever. That's what just what we were chit-chatting about. And so I'm driving down St. Paul Street in Brookline, going from like east to west, I think. I'm seeing, I'm recalling the police report right now. Very critical of me. And as I enter the intersection with Long on Longwood Avenue, I'm I'm it's, it's a going up a hill, so it's hard to see the intersection until you're at the top of the hill. It's not a steep hill, but it's it's like a hill. So I get to the top of the hill, and I'm go- entering the intersection, and to my left, I see a car who is not slowing down. But at this point, I'm already going through the intersection, probably about 25 to 30 miles an hour. And if you've ever ridden in a car with me when I'm driving, I've been like bugged about this before. At nighttime, I I tend to drive below the speed limit, just because I'm I'm a fairly cautious driver, not not a scared driver, but I do subconsciously kind of drive really carefully, especially when it's dark out, and so I definitely was going probably 25 miles an hour, or so 20 25 miles an hour, but there was a car in front of me 
probably a couple, I mean, a good distance, not like, I wasn't like tailing him, but there was another car in front of me, and I had the green light, I was going through this intersection, I had the green light, I approached the intersection, I see this car entering the intersection, not stopping, and I just go, like what, I mean, I feel like anyone would have this reaction, I just go, I just yell like, oh shit, like I just like yell it, and they impacted me, they t-boned me, they struck the the driver's side door and it was all kind of a flash it was really slow motion like honestly i remember like the thoughts i had while i was being impacted i remember thinking like oh gosh now i have to deal with getting a new car like i remember like going through all of these like annoyed thoughts of now that i've been in a car accident and i mean i still remember all my thoughts were were not like am i okay is this I don't know, I'm embarrassed to say, like, I wasn't thinking about, like, my health or anything like that, I was just thinking, like, how much of an inconvenience was, you know, for my car, and, like, for my friends, now I can't get them home, and, you know, like, are my friends okay, are the people in the other car okay, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm, like, flexing, like, oh, I thought of myself last, but, I mean, it was such a weird moment that, like, the way they hit me didn't even, like, hurt me, and so the thoughts of, like, me being hurt didn't enter my mind, it was almost like I was watching the accident happen, even though I was the one being directly impacted by the car. If I wish I could embed photos, because I could change the cover of the this podcast episode to the picture of the crash, but I think that's kind of stupid. But that would really be my only option here. I'm not going to do that. But anyways, if, if if you've seen the picture, you know. I mean, they struck the driver, the driver's side door. So the the glass broke, the airbags on the left side. Uh, like the driver's side went off for both the front and back. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of just crazy. I don't know. And uh, I don't really want to sit here and litigate everything that happened, but we called the cops. I called my dad um, to figure out what to do. Um, you know, we told him our side of the story. The The other drivers had, there's some complications with everything, but at the end of the day, I was not at fault because um, the other car did run a, run a red and hit me. So currently in the process of working with insurance company to figure out whether the car was total. I think I talked about that at the top of the episode. So still figuring out if, you know, if slash what we're going to be compensated for the wreck of my car. And, you know, I'm really just extremely lucky that nothing, nothing happened to me. Nothing happened to my friends and nothing happened to the people of the other vehicle because it was a pretty bad accident. I've, I, I, I think I really jinxed myself with all my jokes about being an, well, it wasn't really jokes about being in accidents, but you know, I like told all those accident stories and was like, oh, I've never been the driver of an accident. And the last couple of weeks it's like this and this and this about cars. And I'm always like, oh, you know, it's never going to be another week without car problems, it seems. And so I've decided I'm going to stop talking about cars after I want to talk about like I think it's a good experience to talk about, you know, the process of buying a new car, maybe, depending, you know, if my experience is normal, whatever, I find a car and I buy it, there's nothing to talk about, but, but after that, I, I think if I have other car issues and they're not like a funny story, I'm just not going to talk about them because I don't, I don't think jinxing is like a thing. I don't know that I believe in that kind of whatever superstitious type, whatever, but I think I'm like, I was just like speaking stuff into existence that needed, like didn't need to be spoken into existence. So I'm just going to chill off the, 
the car talk. I don't know. I just, it's so weird. And I've, I've, I'd never been in an accident like that. And I know not many people do, you know, it was kind of a freak accident. That person ran a red, which most people aren't dumb enough to do, to do that, I guess. So yeah, but I'm all good. All my friends are okay. And yeah, I'm just really lucky. I mean, I, I think I jokingly said to a lot of my friends, like I could have died. And it's just kind of like, I guess, funny to me to be like, oh, it could have died. But I mean, I, I could have, if they had been going faster, if the other driver had been drunk or something, then I don't know, it, it could have been scary. And I don't know what I'd, I don't know what I'd think if any of them, like say any of my friends had gotten hurt or something. So just very blessed that all that got hurt was the car. And I don't know if I'd mentioned on this podcast before, but I was already kind of planning on getting a new car around summertime anyway. So this just kind of expedited that process for me. And um, yeah, I'm blessed that I live close enough to work that I can walk. So, and, you know, going into the city when I went to the airport, I just, you know, I have the money that I can afford getting Uber rides for the couple times I need to get places and um, I'm making it work. But yeah, it was scary. So anyways, Camille, at this point, remember, we dropped her off at her place. By the time this accident happened, she was already asleep. <laughs> so she didn't know this happened. It was me and three of my friends in the car. And Aaron had gone back with the other people. He was also already passed out. And so we sent pictures of the accident in our group chat. And so the next morning, both Aaron and Camille woke up to just pictures of my car wrecked in the group chat. And both of them just talked to me the night before, like, good night, whatever, you know, so that was kind of funny, me and Julius ended up staying over with Erica, just because we didn't really have a way to get home at that point, because I didn't have a car, and it was like five in the morning after the police showed up, we did all the, like, exchanging of information type stuff, so I, like, could not sleep, I was still kind of in shock, I don't know, I'm still a little in shock, I don't know, I like feel scared to drive, even though I know I don't like if, if I had a new car already, I'm sure I'd be fine. It's just like the fact that I don't have a car. I still have this like almost air in my head about like, Oh, I don't want something like that to happen again, but I know it won't. I'm a confident and safe driver. So, and I just, you know, have to remind myself it wasn't my fault that the accident happened. So, you know, I've never done something that's caused something bad to happen on the road. So, you know, there's no reason to think that that is going to change, I guess. So, so yeah, the, the next morning we woke up, Camille ended up waking up and, uh, seeing the accident felt bad and bought us like pastries and coffee, brought it over to, to Erica's place. And, um, you know, we just woke up and laughed, kind of laughed it all off. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. So it was a good morning. And then so we hung out there throughout the morning until the afternoon. I, I took care of some business talking to where my car got towed to make sure everything was okay. Um, you know, kind of start the process of doing the insurance stuff. And then I went back to my place and packed for Arizona, did some other like chores around the house before I was going to be gone for a week. And then I left and I actually spent the sort of the night at my other friend's apartment in Boston because my flight was at 5 a.m. out of Boston to Tucson. So I needed to wake up early and Uber to the airport. And so doing that from Natick is kind of a tall task. So yeah, I, I just like wasn't really home for that long. 
on Sunday. And so thus, you know, I didn't really have time to record the podcast. It just didn't really work out. And so, yeah, that's, that's, uh, I guess my excuse for (laughs) not recording last week. That's, that's the whole, the whole of the story, I guess I could have shortened that down to the accident itself, but I felt, uh, a full recap was necessary. So I was originally going to kind of record a longer episode just to make up for two weeks worth of information. I've got, you know, a bit over 10 minutes to play with. So I think I'll probably just keep a briefer recap of what happened in Arizona and we'll keep it under an hour or I'll try to, maybe I'll leak over a little, but I did want to talk about that kind of stuff today too. So again, uh, I ended up flying out on Monday morning, 5am. I took work off so I wouldn't have to deal with, um, well, I mean, by the time I landed in Tucson, it already would have been halfway through the workday because I had a layover in Dallas. So I flew from Boston to Dallas, early flight, and then was in Dallas for about three hours and then flew from Dallas to Tucson. So the flights there were really, really smooth. I had these like weird, like dark thoughts in my mind, like final destination type. Like, what if I was supposed to die in that accident and now my plane is going (laughs) to have bad turbulence and freak me out or something? But no, it was all good. Actually, the first flight to Dallas, there was no, I was sitting window and there was no one in middle or aisle seats. So I had the whole like three seats to myself, which at the end of the day doesn't really impact anything because I got to keep my bag under the seat in front of me. But, you know, I could man spread without issue, right? So that was nice, uh, nice little space, I guess, on a flight. I don't, I don't remember the last time I've I've had a full, I don't know if I ever have had a full three, three seats to myself. I think one time the middle seat was unoccupied, but so, you know, essentially the same thing, but is what it is. One funny thing, or I don't even know if it's funny, but when they were bringing the, you know, drinks and snacks around in the morning, I don't know if it was because it was so early, but I, I usually sleep through those the, the snacks and drinks just because I sleep on flights really easy. But I, for some reason, like kind of stirred awake when they were close to where I was when they were handing them out. So I was like, oh, I'll just get some water and, you know, a snack. But she didn't ask me what snack I wanted. She just gave me the cookie, like the biscuit cookie, biscuit or whatever the hell it is. They, usually they have pretzels or peanuts or something, which is what I like. I like the saltier kind of snacks. And that's what I was going to get. But she was like, what drink do you want? I was like, water. And she said, okay. And she gave me some water. And then she gave me the biscuit or the cookie. I don't know what you technically call it. but And I ate it because I was hungry. But I was slightly offended that they didn't give me pretzels. I mean, for in all likelihood, they probably just only had those cookies or something. Or maybe they only give cookies out in early fights. I didn't stop and ask. But... I was a little salty that I didn't get a salty snack. Are those cookies? Cookies aren't salty, are they? I don't want... Anyways, I digress. Landed. The Tucson flight was full, but it was high. You know, normal flight. Though, nothing really... I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to recall if there's anything notable that happened. I don't really think so. Landed in Tucson. My friends picked me up. And we just kind of got started with our day. It was a good day. First day there because, you know, I didn't have work. So I landed in there 10 o'clock local time. And so one of the first things we did was we went up to the top of Mount Lemon, which is the mountain really close to where my friends, my friend has like a a family, I don't know if you'd call it like a vacation home, but they own, they have a house down there that they visit 
to, you know, go spend time in Arizona and stuff. And my friend's brother lives down there because he serves in the Air Force and he's stationed. I don't know the technicality of the words, but I think he's like stationed at that base. But like, don't quote me on that terminology. I'm not really super familiar with it. But so he lives down there. So we were staying with him. And so Mount Lemon is pretty much really close to where they live in Tucson. I don't know if Mount Lemon is, I, I didn't really do my research. I just kind of went along with what my friends were doing or what my friends planned. So I don't know if Mount Lemon is notable or, you know, like a historic or like w- one of the tallest mounts or something. But I mean, we went to the top and they had like gift shops and stuff. So I think it has to be some, some level of important, but yeah, we went, we went all the way to the very top of the mountain, really, really beautiful views of, you know, the mountains down in Arizona and Tucson area, you know, the drive up and down the mountain was like 40 minutes to an hour each way. I can't even remember. So just kind of a nice mountain drive both ways up and down. It was really cool to see. It was cool to see the transition between just desert and cactus up into like evergreens and snow, uh, which is kind of funny and no, something I don't usually see every day. So it's cool to go up, see the view. We got some some food at like the diner they have at the top of the mountain and um, kind of did a little hiking. Not really, but went around up there, just kind of got the experience. And that was kind of the big thing we did. The first day I got there, I was like in all a little tired, you know, from traveling and obviously I had my accident. For a time, I didn't really even know if I was going to be going to Arizona because I thought there was maybe some stuff I was going to have to take care of, but it ended up working out that I didn't have to cancel my trip at all. So, so yeah, we did that, came back and we just kind of hung out at the place. I mean, it was warm in Arizona this time of the year. So the place that we stayed at had like a pool. I didn't end up going swimming, but they have a pool in the backyard and we like made a bonfire. We ate, you know, we like grilled burgers. Um, it was just a good time. So that was that and went to bed. And then I had to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to work. So like I said, I was working remotely down there and the time zone difference because it just so happened I went right after daylight savings, which Arizona does not follow. Funny enough, the Senate like just passed a bill to get rid of daylight savings anyways but that doesn't come into effect until like 2023. I don't really even know, but well, I do know. I just don't remember the specifics, but anyways, it's a three hour difference between Arizona time and East coast time. So normally I start work at eight, but when I was there, I had to start work at five. So I woke up at 5.30, 4.30, took a shower and started working at 5am way before any of my friends had woken up. And so most of my friends were getting up and getting out of bed while I was on lunch break, which is kind of funny. So for breakfast on Tuesday, me, some of my friends went to a Krispy Kreme donut, which I don't know if they have those in Massachusetts. I think they might, but they don't have them in Minnesota. Or at least they didn't. I got burned for saying there was no Dunkin' Donuts in Minnesota. And then they built some while I was gone. So maybe they've built Krispy Kremes, but I actually don't think so. But anyways, we went to Krispy Kreme, big fan of those donuts, casual fan, I guess. I think I'm more just a fan because I never have them. So when I do get the chance to have them, you know, I, uh, munch them down, but got some, so yeah, anyways, we got Krispy Kreme and we ate breakfast during my lunch break, but you know, so it goes when you're three hours behind. And so, yeah, I finished work. I don't even really remember what we did Tuesday afternoon. We did a lot of going to, we went and ate like Whataburger, which is, you know, like a South, South, Southwest 
restaurant. And so I, I'm a big fan of their fries. I'd only ever eaten there twice before, so it was nice going back for a third time. It was just kind of like, you know, when in Arizona type stuff. You know, do and see different things that I don't normally see. I'd never actually been to Arizona, or I think maybe I had when I was like three years old or something like that. But obviously, in my memory, never have been to Arizona. So it's just kind of cool driving around Tucson. I mean, it's crazy just seeing mountains everywhere. You know, that's so not normal to me growing up and living in the Midwest for the greater part of my life and there's like mountains in Vermont out here that I've seen but you know no mountains in Massachusetts either so just being in a place that you step outside and you just see mountains everywhere is kind of kind of crazy so yeah it was cool just being able to be outside do a little tanning I didn't you know sit out and bake in the sun every day that I was down there but you know got some sun what else did we do my friend threw a football and it accidentally broke one of the windows of the house so we had to we had to take care of going to this glass shop and buying a new window for the house and you know just regular tomfoolery of you know dudes on spring break uh in arizona so it was all around a good time and uh yeah so same thing on wednesday i woke up at five um did some work and then after work on wednesday we drove to phoenix because my sister actually goes to school in the Phoenix area. So another big thing that I wanted to do if I was going to be going down there was just to visit my sister because I visited my other sister who went to school in North Dakota. And so it's kind of like a mission for me, I guess, to visit all my siblings inevitably if slash where they go to school. So I got to check number two off the list, which I knew was kind of going to be hard considering she goes to school in Arizona, but it kind of just all ended up working out that I was going to be taking a trip there this year. Just luck of the draw, I guess, whatever. And so, yeah, we, my friends were nice enough to drive us up to Phoenix because they kind of wanted to, you know, see the Phoenix area too, because we were staying in Tucson, which is about two hours away, two hours by driving. So yeah, we went up to Phoenix. We hung out with my sister on her campus for two hours or so she gave us a nice tour they were that the school she goes to is also on spring break so they the the campus was pretty dead there too so there wasn't like a lot of stuff we could go and see or like the a lot of the buildings were kind of closed so we didn't really stay that long just kind of walked around saw how everything was I was really confused that they just have pools just like outdoor pools out they didn't really have quads but you know just outside that you could just if you're a student go to that's so weird to me that the climate there is that good that you can just have pools on campus just like swimming pools so that was kind of fun cool to see it was really nice seeing my sister I wish I could have stayed longer and stuff but you know it is what it is so after that we went out and got dinner kind of hung out in Phoenix for a little while longer and then what ended up being my flight so I had mentioned that I had a red eye Wednesday to Thursday so I could get back in Massachusetts in time for St. Patrick's Day my flight was out of Phoenix. So my friends dropped me off at the Phoenix airport and I flew home. So my friends ended up staying in Arizona for a couple more days. So I was really thankful for them for taking that trip up with me to Phoenix to see my sister and dropping me off at the airport. So it was really cool of them to do that. I ended up wishing I could have stayed longer because all of the like pseudo plans I had revolving around St. Patrick's Day and doing stuff on Friday I kind of had to cancel because I didn't have a car anymore. 
I don't know, it just all kind of sucked that I came back and then didn't end up doing anything on St. Patrick's Day. And I couldn't change my flights because it's like a kind of a busy time. And I don't know, it, it, it all just kind of being like unfortunate that my f- initial plans for everything fell through because other plans came up, but then those other plans had to fall through. So then I didn't get to do my, I don't know, I didn't get to do everything I wanted. But, you know, going back to the car accident, like, yeah, I missed out on some stuff and some stuff, some plans fell through, but I'm happy that I'm healthy. I'm happy that nothing bad happened and I still got to go to Arizona. I still got to hang out with like all my friends, do a bunch of different stuff. So things are, things are great. And yeah, so I, I, this past weekend, so just two days ago now, we did go out and kind of celebrate St. Patrick's Day on the weekend on Saturday. So, you know, went out during the day, started out with mimosas at noon, get a little, uh, good brunch in ya. And, uh, yeah, we just went out from there. It was a really good day. Some of my friends got food poisoning, so they were thrown up at the end of the night. So that was, uh, an ideal way to end, uh, the celebrations. But, and so Sunday, Sunday, there was a parade, uh, for St. Patrick's day in Boston. And I was originally planning on going with my friends, but the friends who I ended up staying with in, in Boston, like overnight, Saturday to Sunday woke up. Those were the ones with food poisoning. So they didn't feel like going to the parade anymore. And I was, I guess a little indifferent, mostly because I didn't want to have to worry about more Ubers and stuff because I already had to Uber back to my place and yada, yada, yada. So we ended up just getting brunch instead on Sunday and hanging out. So kind of sad I didn't end up going to the parade, but I still had a really great weekend. And then I came home Sunday and, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, just a good time. So I guess in general, that's, uh, I I actually do have one more story that I'll tell. I'm past the hour mark, but there's one thing I don't want to forget to tell is the story of my couch. So I got a new couch this weekend. And so before I even start, I have to give a massive, the biggest shout out on planet earth to my friend Connor. I think I already shouted him out earlier in this episode for something, but yeah, so he came and helped me move this couch. So someone in my um, apartment complex like Facebook page posted about they were trying to get rid of this couch. They were looking to sell it for pretty cheap. And they, it's like a really nice leather couch, like probably four seater you would consider it, even though there's like two sections to it, they're like long. So I would say it's probably seats four and it's electric. So the foot rest like comes up and the, the back like leans back electrically by button and it's just like a really nice couch and I was like I want this because I've been looking for a couch and I've the biggest reason I haven't gotten one is because I didn't want to spend the money and so I was like yes I want to take the couch can I come over and like take a look at it before I buy it from you and he's like sure 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 so I go over Saturday morning thinking I can just say yeah I want to buy it here's the money I'll come and pick it up like Monday or Tuesday, because I knew I wasn't going to be able to carry it by myself. So I ask him, I say, yeah, I want this couch. Can like, would you be able to help me move it to my, to my apartment? And he goes like, you know, we're, we're kind of busy with the move. Cause that's why they're getting rid of the couches. They're moving. He said, so I just don't really want to like, no, I, he said this, but I don't like take offense to this. He was essentially like, I don't want to waste my strength helping you with this heavy couch in order to, you know, he has a lot of other boxes and 
I'm sure his like mattress and all that stuff, he's going to have to take care of moving out of his apartment because he lived on the 10th floor of the other apartment building. So my complex has two buildings, building one and building five. And so he's in one of them, I was in the other. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Is it okay if I like get a friend or some friends to come help me like later this week and we can get the couch out? And the guy goes, no, I need it gone today. If you like can't take it today, then I'm just going to like have to get the junk guys to come get it because we're like in the process of moving now. And I go, oh, shoot. I really want this couch. So I call my boy Connor up. I say, what are the odds you can come out here and help me move this couch? Because I had kind of underestimated how heavy this couch was going to be. I thought, you know, just one of my friends coming out to help me. We could just lift it up, you know bring it down the other building, bring it across the like parking lot and then bring it up into my building. And so my, my friend Connor goes, well, I was already going to be heading over to Natick today anyway. So yeah, I could definitely come help you out. So Connor shows up, we go up and immediately it becomes apparent to us how heavy this couch is and how hard it is to fit through the doorways in the apartment complex. And so in total, it probably took us about an hour and a half to get it from one building to the other. And my body still aches from the work we did. I don't know if I'd ever done that much like lifting and labor in a long time. And yeah, my back still hurts. My forearm still hurt. And we had to take a bunch of breaks throughout. And it was raining outside too, which kind of sucked. But we got it done. We, <laughs> It's in my apartment. It's really comfortable. It is so, so worth it. But yeah, I'm so grateful that Connor was able to help me get that couch because it is like the, is what my apartment was missing, full stop. I was missing a nice couch. And so, yeah, it's really nice to have one of those. And I don't know, I gotta do no, something nice for Connor sometime soon because he's he's done so many favors for me. He's like literally the man of the hour, man of the year. I don't know why I said hour. Connor's the best. But anyways, there's like more little points to that story, but at the end of the day, it's it was just a pain to get that couch up and into my apartment. I kind of scuffed the outside of my door a little bit because we had to like maneuver it into my into my apartment in a really weird way. And it like the couch kind of like fell onto Connor and his neck, and I felt so bad, but so yeah, I ended up doing that. I like almost threw up out of exhaustion moving that couch. That was like pretty crazy, but we got it done. And yeah, now my couch is, uh, or it's now it's my couch and my apartment's lit. So if you haven't been to my apartment in a while, AKA everyone, cause no one's been here except for Connor since I got the couch, you should come back. Cause now my couch or my, now my apartment is comfy. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's all the convincing you need, quite frankly. But yeah, maybe that story was like more intensive in my head. I guess it's just a casual, I got a couch <laughs> story. But anyways, that was the end of my week. Uh, that was Saturday morning, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. So I did that. We moved the couch and then I went, uh, I Ubered out to Boston to get going with my friends on Saturday. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much a recap of everything from accidents to Arizona to... <laughs> listening to Donda 2, uh, I don't know, illegitimately, I don't even know what to call what using yay at gmail.com. But anyways, yeah, so that's, uh, 
that's a bit, a bit, bit of what's been going on in my life. I have uh, all the stuff that I was kind of, I don't know if I would say hoping to get to today, but the stuff I had in case we had some time today, um, we'll push that to next week. So stay tuned for uh, more of a themed episode again next week. And yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with me on a, I don't know. I think I noted this earlier. I don't know. I don't think I'm like off my game or off my whatever, but I don't know. I feel, I feel weird. What's, what's different? The, it's not like trauma. I just, um, I don't know. I'm sitting here smiling. I'm having a good time. Life is great. And, uh, that's all I got to say. So anyways, with that, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next. I can't speak. I start the beginning and end of my episodes. I just can't talk. That's how it always goes. But, uh, what was I saying? Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week and, uh, have a good, uh, have a good week, everyone. All right. Peace out.